everybody. Welcome to Rachel's Reviews. And today we are back ranking one of the years of the films. Today we are back ranking the films from one year of the Walt Disney Studios. We, it's been a little bit uh, since we did, we lasted 80, 1989 and that was super fun. So we decided to do 1990 <laughs> for this next one. Yeah. This is probably the last one we'll do this year but uh because there's a lot of movies to watch but it's but it's it's fun i i always like rankings that are a little random that have a, a really different group of movies i think it's fun so today we are talking we have 16 movies that were part of walt disney studios in 1990 we're going to rank them and i'm film critic Rachel wagner stanford is here hey how's it going i'm doing good how are you well i'm doing well i'm really excited about this and yeah, as you mentioned, you know, it, with with these films in 1990, they actually Disney was releasing feature films under three labels at the time. So of mm -hmm. course, Walt Disney Pictures, which included the stuff from the animation studios, uh, Touchstone, and then Hollywood Pictures too, which oh, was yeah. kind of like an offshoot of Touchstone. I mean, most of the films we I think most of the uh, you know more kind of adult films we saw or grown up films we saw were Touchstone. This year but uh arachnophobia is a uh, hollywood and so was I mean, if i'm not mistaken taking care of business oh and i guess would there technically be four because we have disney uh what did they call it not disney oh Tunes. yeah movie tune studios movie tune. Yeah. yeah yeah it would it would be four yeah mm -hmm. it, it would you're right it'd be four so, so it's, anyway it, it's uh an interesting eclectic group because it of is. those different studios it's <laughs> such an interesting mix of films in fact you just can't you just think wow these were all these all came from the same place <laughs> you know i mean clearly as we said they're from different studios under the umbrella of the walt disney studios but yeah they're mm -hmm. different for yeah. sure and i really didn't have any of these movies that i hated i didn't think any were personally i didn't think any were like awful mm -hmm. um i kind of had a uh bottom group middle group top group <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but nothing that was miserable to watch i had a me. couple of this i had a couple of this we'll talk about <laughs> <laughs> yeah because we but, have no idea what each other's rankings are yeah no exactly yeah so that'll be that'll be that'll be fun however i mean i can i was comparing some of these to like some of those decomps that are tor or disney nature films that are really torturous for me as you know <laughs> uh and they maybe they might not have been to that level, but they were pretty bad <laughs> for you know for me. But yeah. anyway, all right, but lots of good, lots of good stuff. I'm excited uh -huh. to talk with you about. Yeah, it. it was hard for me to decide on my number one. I I still am even right now, kind of thinking about it and and questioning the one that I have on my number one because my top five are so different. Yeah, that it's really hard to kind of put them in in order but i did my best so well why don't we get started and uh and what is your number 16 my number 16 is spaced invaders same okay yeah which is a really weird sci-fi film i mean it's 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 played for you know for comedy right mm -hmm. martians attack earth and the martians are just just morons <laughs> right? They're just stupid. Well, not only are the Martians morons, but the humans are really oh, stupid. The humans are horrible. The yeah. Whole movie. Um, exactly. And, 
and so the I liked the alien design and I liked the homage to sort of you know 1950s serials kind of idea yeah and it started me thinking that I don't know if for me at least I don't think that that has ever really worked I think it's not it's fun in theory but I think it's really hard to execute mm-hmm. as far as sort of goofy 1950s nostalgic kind of alien movies i mean yeah. i guess if you're going to stretch it for me something like galaxy quest but that's more of a, certainly a satire of the 60s i would say of like yeah, star the 60s trek and, and star trek yeah, yeah. really yes tv tv show i you know and i think we had we had exchanged some info you know tweets about this yeah to me it kind of, i think one it's a guilty pleasure for me but Tim Burton's Mars Attacks is one that works for me, although I can see how it wouldn't work for everybody because mm-hmm. it's uh it's it's pretty it's pretty mean spirited. And mm-hmm. uh yet I feel like I don't know, I guess if I was if I'm in the right mood, mm-hmm. it, it just always makes me laugh. Um but 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 I'm with you. I think I think it's I don't know if there it really has been a successful spoof. Yeah. You know? I um uh I saw that in high school and I didn't like it in high school, but I I had pretty bad taste in high school, so maybe I should <laughs> give it another try. Well, you know, I, I have I'd not seen it in many years. I'd be very interested to talk with you about it cuz uh you know, and I think too just having a lot more films under our belts respectively mm-hmm. you know true, i think yeah. mm-hmm. helps because i feel like so much of that film is an homage to mm-hmm. all these you know to, to 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 uh to a lot of different films yeah. but i wish that space invaders was funnier you know again i, yeah. I appreciate that they were trying i i think one of the things i really disliked rachel about it was the martian design to begin with like just the, the i mean Hello, they were made, they were Martians. The way you know the way, they did. but like just like the weird way that their mouths moved and stuff. I don't know if if you call it the animatronic or just the prosthetic or whatever they had put over the actors that were playing the Martians. Um, that just bugged me every scene. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> you know? mind. I thought they were kind of fun. I I liked the design, and I thought that this could have worked better as like a short, uh, as like a little goof you know kind of a, a you know 10 minute 15 minute yeah. like a youtube video yeah uh, kind of a thing um uh, i thought it, it could have worked but it just grew repetitive and tired yeah and, and that, yeah. it was really frustrating that's for me as i was just going to point just like i think it's one of the few films of, of this rewatch and watch because of the many of these films i'd never seen before uh that just was really dragging for me. I was just like, I couldn't mm-hmm. wait for it to be over. One thing that I thought was kind of fun was uh, Ariana Richards, who played the character of Kathy. She's a you know, young little girl who was who's like kind of sympathetic with the Martians. Uh, that she's the she's the girl from Jurassic Park. Yeah, you know, that was you know, fun which, to see which her. was fun to see her younger. You know, because this was made, you know, just a, you know a few years, what three years before Jurassic Park. Didn't Jurassic Park come out in 93? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Is that yeah, right? that's right. So um that was fun. And then just this is this is such a Disney nerd thing, but uh 
there was that old man character. Um, he's played by an actor named Royal Dano. Royal Dano is the voice of Abraham Lincoln in uh, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln at Disneyland. Oh, really? That's <laughs> he's so the, funny. He's the voice of the animatronic. It's <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So when I yeah. saw that he was in it, I was like, "Oh wow, Royal Dano!" You know, is having a another Disney moment, kind of in a weird way. <laughs> yeah. So. so that's why I mean, for me, I I wouldn't say that I I didn't hate it. I thought there was enough sort of creativity and weirdness to like, and not, I didn't hate it, but I certainly wouldn't go fresh on it. I didn't love it. It's my least favorite. Um, so it was kind yeah. of the low, the low bar. And I, don't know, I just think that kind of, that kind of campy humor is so hard to pull off. Yeah. It's very difficult. I think so too. And, uh, you know, and they 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 gave they it a shot. They gave it a shot. I, for me, I thought I was dreadful. I gave it just one star. And, <laughs> yeah. and, 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 yeah. I gave it two. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, what do you have at fifteen? So, speaking of difficult comedy, uh, or the comedy is hard. I have Ernest goes to jail at number oh, fifteen. Huh? And you did, huh? I. Oh my goodness, Rachel! I hated this movie so much, and I think part of it. You know, I was glad I watched it because I'm not sure I probably have watched one of the Ernest movies all the way through. Maybe Ernest Goes to Camp or something. I honestly, I I just can't remember. I I respect Jim Varney and his talent, and I think that how he, he did this film, uh, and I guess probably you know all this films. I just can't speak to it because I just you know again I maybe have only seen one all the way through but i'm very familiar with his comedy you know because again just mm-hmm. he, he was such a presence you know that that character of Ernest and and everything uh but i just it drove me crazy i just absolutely <laughs> and then not only was he you know or it was Ernest, but then then he played this other character right that has that mm-hmm. he had that, that doppelganger which is this key to the part it's just like, oh my gosh, we've got two earnests. And I don't know how, you know, it's just, <laughs> it was horrible for me. But, but again, it was strange because I went, I really, I really respect because I just think this, this has got to be hard. Mm-hmm. The, the way, you know, the, the way that they film it and, and everything, everything about it, it just, uh, I mean, so I was, I was impressed and yet like unhappy at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> well i don't think that i had ever watched an earnest movie maybe when i was a kid and i've just forgotten Mm -hmm. but um but i actually uh it's kind of random but i uh i looked at it wrong and i i watched earnest scared stupid first okay and then i was oh that was the wrong one and so then i watched earnest goes to jail so i actually watched two yeah the double earnest movies and I really enjoyed them. Oh, good! No, <laughs> I really like both. I thought they were really funny and uh, charming. And I guess I have a weakness for that kind of like physical slapstick mm-hmm. comedy. Um, and I just, I just really enjoyed them, both of them. I thought they were both really funny and, um. You know, that that's why I always I find it difficult to cover comedies on on any of my podcasts because yeah. at a certain point it just comes down to do you think it's funny or not? 
and and that's it you know like and and I also have like a very low bar when it comes to like plot and things like that when it like if I'm laughing I don't really care you know that if it's like and kind of a stupid plot um but I don't know I just thought it was really funny very much enjoyed it. You know, I'm um, so it's, glad it was my did. introduction to Ernest, and yeah. I, I like I put on Twitter. I'm like, I realized today that I'm an Ernest fan. I'm an Ernest person. <sighs> um, I think that scared is probably better. Okay, but um, yeah i I can't say anything else except for the fact that it made me laugh. Well, I'm glad that I'm glad that it worked for you, and I. I just can't remember what's happened to me in the past. Why I don't like these movies. <laughs> That's, you know, because again, Ernest was just such a, pre- again, such a presence. Yeah. There in the, kind of like the mid to late eighties, you know, I, I love that they used Jim Varney's voice in the Toy I Story mean, films. These movies are much more for like little children than I right. remembered. That's they, yeah. That's a good point. They really do feel like, uh i don't know something you might see on pb on pbs like for and i i was going and thinking oh there'd probably be like some more edgy jokes mixed in not really it's no. it's really for little kids it's it's family you know yeah it is mm-hmm. family friendly comedy yeah for, for sure and yeah. and uh which again also i think is really hard to do yeah and so i'm glad i'm glad that you enjoyed it and whatever trauma Ernest caused me or whatever you know whatever <laughs> maybe someday I'll get over it I'll have to maybe watch one of these yeah. other ones that I and I don't know it'd be interesting if you know if any of your wonderful followers are Ernest fans and they could let us know like what's the Ernest movie to watch you know is there like yeah. is there one I've that's heard, considered kind of like the that, best or I've heard that Christmas camp yeah and scared are the three best okay um is what I've heard from people um, I might and, have seen that Christmas one. Isn't it Ernest Saves Christmas mm-hmm. or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. So the next five for me are all, I think, fine movies. They're okay. I don't know if I would go fresh on them or not, but they're like, I didn't. Okay. Them. So like, starting with your, your number 15. Yeah. So my say. number okay. 15, it's not a terrible movie, um, but it is my number 15 is uh, where the heart is. Um, so I guess the main problem i have with this movie is that i found all the characters to be kind of irritating oh uh, my stars which is the <laughs> understatement i found all of them to be totally irritating and totally unlikable yeah like may i be so cursed that my dad gives me a uh man uh or i don't know if it was manhattan wherever it gives me a new york uh, t- uh townhouse brown brownstone to renovate uh, and live in i mean i know they act like it's the they are just the worst off you've ever seen yeah um the i mean were horrible but so are the parents yeah i thought yeah um i mean it's kind of fun to see like a young uma thurman yes uh, it's got to be the most sort of straight role crispin glover's ever had uh, exactly i know that's so interesting role. chris chris glover and and you know, I really like Dabney Coleman too. I think mm-hmm. I think he's such a good actor, but oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a, a little higher just because of the movies that in between it, I, I liked so much less too. <laughs> so we'll like, that. I kind of liked the whole part with the artist and those yes. those uh, 
those interactive paintings, I guess you'd call them with where she merged humans and uh and the backgrounds was were really cool those were re- really cool there yeah you know there was a lot of artistry in this film in the film that was appealing to me and you know and it's interesting because mm-hmm. the director is john uh borman you know who's a he's a brit and he's got a very eclectic um filmography but I, because I, I mean, I looked it up because I know I had, I had heard his name, but he's he's directed uh, so many different things from like Excalibur to um, like Hope and Glory. There were some other films. I think he might have directed Deliverance, that film with Burt Reynolds, you know, in the seventies. Anyway, <laughs> um, he's he's done a so. I think he's just a, clearly a very excellent director. Um, and it was an it was an interesting yeah, there there's some interesting stuff to it but yeah I, it was it was those horrible characters for me that really pulled me yeah just you know, it just was really irritating yeah i thought that christopher Plummer had some moments wasn't that that was an vagabond. interesting role for him mm-hmm. i thought yeah he's such a good actor too i mean yeah uh so i don't know it wasn't a total loss but I would never watch it again. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, the characters were so entitled. And uh, so it's my number 15. Uh, what do you have at 15? So at 15, again, I have, I have you know, Ernest. Ernest oh, oh right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, uh, what do you have at 14? At 14, I have Firebirds. Same. Top Gun called and wants, wants its yeah. movie back. <laughs> you know, both this Top is Guns. Totally generic. Totally. Uh, yeah, exactly. A Top Gun copycat. I mean, I think that it was to me, it was serviceable. Like if you're just looking for something really generic, you know, mm-hmm. but hey, you would just watch Top Gun. I can't think of right. any other reason that you would watch this over watching Top Gun. Unless you just love Nic- Nicolas Cage so much and you just wanted to see everything that he's mm-hmm. done. You know? Yeah, I mean, he does, he's, not even, a... he's not even very good. I thought it was fine. Um, uh, Tom Lee Jones is in it. Sean Young, but they don't really have good chemistry uh, oh, because I they do had think like zero chemistry. Yeah. I thought, yeah, because <laughs> I do think uh, in the original Top Gun, Kelly McGillis and Tom Cruise have pretty good chemistry. They've got very yeah. That's a real I think appealing part mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, and the yeah. helicopter scenes just looked kind of phony compared to the the in the original top gun the the flight sequences are pretty impressive oh and the editing in this firebirds i just thought was so bad particularly with those helicopter scenes because yeah after we've had the experience of seeing something really good particularly Mm -hmm. with top gun maverick you know yeah this was just i mean i think even the original top gun beats this too it was just it was it was yeah yeah it it's to me it was just like very bland Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah same yep all right well what do you have at 13 13 i have ducktales the movie oh, treasure of the low. lost land oh rachel i hate this movie so much <laughs> <laughs> wow okay. you, should, you should go first yeah, if you don't <laughs> mind you, um, can, you can just tell me what you well no i guess you should say what maybe what's your 
you probably I have do have it higher. I, I yeah. recently reviewed it for Family Movie Night, uh, so mm. I just watched yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and I do think it has its flaws. I, I think it starts a lot stronger than it ends because it, it starts out with quite a fun spirit of adventure, you know, treasure hunting. Yeah. They find the map, they find the, the, the treasure and everything like that. I really enjoy all of that. I think the animation is pretty good. Um, and, but the problem is, is once they get to, uh, to Duckburg or whatever, um, Duck Hall, uh, when, and then it just they they have the genie that they find and i think that he just spent a lot of time at that house oh, um so and it harsh. becomes less of an adventure yeah. um but i still overall had fun with it um yeah i i'll i'll let you know where i have it but yeah so, so for me uh and i appreciate what you're saying because I, I i agree with you that you know it does it does start off strong and I can't say that I'm necessarily like the DuckTales aficionado. Mm-hmm. I've watched plenty of episodes, you know, mm-hmm. of the original one. And I always thought it was cute and entertaining. And I just felt like this was just like a bunch of episodes kind of patched together in a way. Just the way, just kind of mm-hmm. the way it it, it, it it felt to me. And that, yeah, that whole genie plot, um, it just... I mean, for lack of a better word, I just found it really annoying, you know, and, and, uh, and it really like took out the fun for me. It was just more like, again, when is this, when is this over? I find, you know, the DuckTales, kind of the core characters, Scrooge McDuck and Huey, Dewey, Louie and Webby and all that. They're adorable. And I, and I, and I, and I love that. Uh, You know, speaking, I mean, just their camaraderie and just you know everything about it i really i really like i think that i mean the animation was 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 serviceable you know mm-hmm. uh movie tune studios was the precursor to you know disney tune disney yeah. tune and you know i've got a lot of baggage with disney tune so anything with it even though it has the movie tune label on it it's still just like red flag red flag you know um <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's just for me. It's just I mean, you know, it's not it's, for me. It's not as good as the Goofy movie. I think that is by far their best. Oh, movie. amen! The Goofy movie, Disney like too. just 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 delivered. It's the Goofy mm-hmm. movie's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm glad that they have that. You know, I'm glad yeah. that they at least were able to put out something that was <laughs> that was really good. This and, one, I just, yeah. yeah, and I do think that the new Ducktales, the reboot that they did, is yeah far superior to the original oh i do too um i uh, i was going to do a whole like disney afternoon series one of the problem that i decided to just not do it because i would just make people mad um but one of the problems with the original ducktales and and pretty much all the disney afternoon is that because they had people just you know kids tuning in every week they uh, as opposed to a binge model they just repeat the same plots over and over and over again. Yeah. I mean, it, it you watch those seasons and it's brutal oh, yeah. uh, because it is just the same story over and over and over and over again. And, and so I, I decided not to do this series because that was just, it, it was just not fun. Yeah. And so I think this new series they had to, because Disney plus and, because uh, of just the way people watch shows, you just can't just recycle the same plot over and over again. Right. 
to uh, so I think the new series is is much better than I, the original. I think that's a really good uh, analysis and assessment of it, Rach. I I like this new Ducktales as well because I feel like they've got much more interesting character arcs and and that they really had to like plan it out rather than just kind of recycle it as you said just like recycle recycle the same plot over and over Mm -hmm. every episode is you know i think is is its own episode this and and it just feels like it's going somewhere you know Mm -hmm. then they had like a you know kind of a plan or an end game yeah and there's at least like some variety i mean yeah uh so they i mean they have to if you watch even shows like sophia the first like the writing is actually pretty good on that show. Yeah, that's what you um, said. Yeah, Elena of Avalar is really good. Like those Disney Channel, Disney Junior, whatever shows, like have to be pretty clever these days because there's yeah. so many options for kids that you know. Where it's like we just what was it Nickelodeon or Disney uh, Disney Afternoon? That was it. Um, yeah. it, you know when I was, uh, when I was that age. So yeah. Um, okay, so what do you have at? Uh, well, so what did you have at 13 sorry I, oh I yeah so my number 13 is Stella I had yeah. Stella at 13 um I appreciate what they were doing here I didn't hate it um the homage to Stella Dallas and, and yeah. it's very very uh obvious and obtuse at times and even that iconic shot of Stella Dallas you know standing in uh, front of the, the window looking the window in and, yeah yeah um, so I appreciate that, but I don't know. I just found it kind of dull. Um, I, I, and I didn't feel, I didn't believe that Trini Alvarado could be Bette Miller's daughter. <laughs> it's Stephen <laughs> Collins' daughter. I mean, she doesn't look anything like her at all. Uh, so that was a little bit of a, a, a hindrance, I yeah. guess. Um, it's just not really my kind of movie. I'm not really into like emotional weepers. Um, so I didn't hate it. It was okay, but uh, I would never watch it again. I would just watch, watch Stella Dallas. Well, I should actually watch the original. Yeah. Yeah. I had it higher, which I can't, I don't know which I'll get to, but which I kind of can't believe because I'm with you. I don't like weepies, uh, weepy movies. And uh, I don't like that meddler and beaches like drives me bonkers i hate that movie so much i haven't and seen I kinda, it in a long time but i kind of yeah, felt like, like this it. was i thought but you know at first glance because i don't even remember that this movie existed i didn't even remember that Stella yeah. existed and and uh if you know and if it played in the theater rachel which i'm just probably did i don't remember you know i don't many of these films i remember and many of these films i saw in 1990 mm-hmm. in the theater but at least yeah. beaches you have some good songs i mean oh yeah i mean i oh. like those songs at least uh, so i would prefer it over this yeah because that's true this one didn't have any mm-hmm. really yeah great music or anything um but yeah they're both but, not oof. my cup of tea oof. <laughs> oof. yeah so I, yeah i'm, I'm kind of shocked where i put stella but anyway we'll get to it are you a fan of Rachel's reviews? Do you look forward to family movie night, female film critics panels, or the Talking Disney podcast? If so, please consider supporting the podcast by becoming a patron. As a patron, you get to access monthly events such as the watch alongs and Q&As, where you get to talk to stars and find out the behind the scenes of the movie making industry. 
And you can pick what I review for family movie night or even become a guest on the podcast. Podcasts and YouTube channels are expensive and I really, really could use your help. I would so appreciate it. You also get to be a member of the Facebook group where we talk about all the films that we're seeing and we have so much fun. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies and select one of the Rachel's fan tiers. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. Well, what's your number 12? Well, I have three men and a little lady. And mm. I promise this is the last one that I'm just going to be like, oh my gosh, I hate it. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I hate this movie. Let <laughs> me tell you why. Because uh-huh. I think that the original Three Men and a Baby is adorable. I mean, it's imperfect. But there mm-hmm. is so much charm and there is so much great chemistry. And it's just... It is just a cute, happy movie. I really, really enjoy it. And I thought that this was just a lazy sequel um, mm-hmm. because I just thought that they, uh, whatever charm and, and, and again, and chemistry and everything they had, they just like, well, let's just have them go to England, you know? And and uh, rather than just like try to think of something creative or interesting, or again, you know, it's the Tom Selleck character is, in love you know in love with mm-hmm. the baby's mom but it's just like oh my gosh it just even that romance seemed very very uninteresting to me and i just i just i guess i just felt like i wanted it to be fun and instead i felt it was just lazy and full of of trite things that mm-hmm. were you know that are overused and yeah. and, are, and are stupid well so i guess I, yeah here's one of my hot takes I actually prefer the sequel over the original. Oh, do you? I know, shocking. Because no, I, I, I want to hear why. That's cool. No, that's, because that's I think the original is weird. I the the whole plot with the drugs and the uh, the 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 mafia coming after them and everything. I just I don't know. I just I like want it to be cuter. I want it to be more fun. Yeah. And I really dislike and it's a lot of that original movie. And this is just like your I mean, obviously I watch Hallmark movies for my job basically. And so yeah. I don't mind like a conventional by the numbers rom-com. And that's mm-hmm. what this is. This yeah. is a very uh very conventional romantic comedy and i like mm-hmm. those um mm-hmm. and i just would prefer the shenanigans going on in this movie and the chemistry between everybody and the cute little family that they have and um i just prefer that over the drug stuff in the first yeah. one yeah so that's why <laughs> no that's fair that's a very fair assessment for yeah. sure and yeah. i was talking to some of my on twitter i was talking to some of my uh hallmark friends and a couple of them said, oh, I like the sequel better too. And so I think it, it's, it, you know, like when I sit down to watch a Hallmark movie, I know exactly what I'm going to get on like 99% of the time. Right. Um, but that's part of the charm of it. And that's, that's part of the part comfort of, the, of it. Yeah. And so that's basically what, and certainly rom-coms can be done terribly. They can be badly executed, but for the most part, I think this one is, is cute. I just do. <laughs> no, I'm glad that, that you know. I'm glad, and I and I appreciate what you're saying because that that makes that totally, totally makes sense. And and uh, and I'm sorry to be so negative on it, but <laughs> okay. but it's just but but still, it I, is lazy. I, I, I agree I, with you. It is a lazy sequel. I, I have seen it 
but I still enjoy it for what yeah. it is, but no, I get fair. what you're saying. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I And I hadn't seen it since 1990. You know, I saw it. I think I was like one and done. I'm like, oh, I hope I never have to watch, watch that again. <laughs> but I did rewatch it just to make sure, you know, that my thoughts were the same and they were. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, this Christmas season, you know, they just announced the Christmas slate yeah. for Hallmark today as a recording. Um, there's a movie coming out called Three Wise Men and a Baby on Hallmark. Um, with three of the channel's biggest stars with um, Paul Campbell, Tyler Hines, and Andrew Walker. Uh, so that is going to be a huge hyped up movie. Uh, these three bachelors taking care of this baby. And so I am very curious to see how that's going to turn out. Oh, uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Kind of their, um, the Hallmark take on, on uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and a um, hybrid Christmas movie. And I guess the original is based on this French movie. It's and like a French, the French film. Movie is even like darker and even more like into the drugs and all that stuff. So yeah. <laughs> um, number twelve for me is Arachnophobia, and I did rewatch this. I watched it last year, and I was just I did not get it. I thought it was really slow and really boring, not scary. Um. And then this time I, so I was like, okay. Cause a bunch of my friends on Twitter were like, it's so good. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'll watch it again. And again, I found it pretty slow and I get the slow burn kind of a thing, but I feel like you need at least like, you need a, a little bit more. Like we, do we really need to see like long sequences where they have a party for him uh, with Margaret, um, long sequences where he's treating people at his office. Um, it takes forever for there to be, aside from the initial first death of the, of the photographer. Of the, yeah, photographer. It takes forever for anybody to die in this movie. Um, and I don't know, like the last 20 minutes are pretty fun, pretty good, Yeah, I would say. Once it gets going, but I just found it to be very slow and maybe I'm just not that scared of spiders. I think that I'm realizing this, that that's oh, not one of my triggers. Yeah. Spiders aren't one of my triggers. Spiders is, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm just like, oh, this is so slow and mm-hmm. boring. Um, And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm not somebody to be trusted when it comes to horror movies i'm not a horror movie person um, a bunch of my friends that are really like this so you know there you go but i i don't know i didn't look i i can see some of the craft so that's why i put it in this it's 12 uh but uh i've seen it twice now in the last two years and i don't want to watch it again <laughs> yeah i never watched it again yeah i i saw it in in the theaters in 1990 and and again you know, I'm not, as we know, I'm not a horror person at all. Uh, and then this is, then I rewatched it, you know, for this, because it had been so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm with you. I, I, I find it to be really dull. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, okay. The, um, I, I have it ranked a little higher, but again, it's these other movies, you know, that are in between it. Um, but the, uh, the um, direction you know, it's, it's directed by Frank Marshall, who's you know like the Uber producer and married to Kathleen Kennedy, and they've produced like everything for Steven Spielberg for you know for for decades. But 
I felt like number one, it was very derivative of Steven Spielberg. Yeah. And having just seen Jaws, you know, you know how they saw Jaws on the big screen, how they re-released it in September earlier earlier in the month. Uh, I just felt like Frank Kennedy clearly because he, I mean hello he knows the playbook because he's you know he's produced all of spielberg's films mm-hmm. but it was very derivative i thought it was yeah. very derivative of that but but didn't deliver like and, and, and it was like oh go ahead please yeah no what did you think of john goodman character because he, i felt like I he wanted was more. some like i i felt like he was some welcome energy to the movie yes. but this movie screamed for joe dante i felt like yeah. um Good like point. what joe dante does in gremlins is so much scarier, funnier. Like, and if you're going to have a character like John Goodman character, like it was the only, they're billing this as it's listed on IMDb as a, as a horror comedy. He's the only thing that's funny. He's the only thing that's in funny. And, and in fact, I kept wishing there in the third act, Jeff Daniels, I think is a very good actor and he, he does a good job mm-hmm. with what was given to him. But I was wishing that as, as he's having his final showdown, there you know in his basement that john goodman would have shown up you know yes. and, and, and the two of them together would have taken out taken out this you know mm-hmm. this nest and all this uh, and, all, and all stuff i'm with you he he was he was refreshing i think what a couple of things that really bugged me with this watch is that like how many close encounters can you have with this with with, with these spiders I mean, yeah. I know that they're, they're going for the scares, whatever, but I was wishing that the spiders would bite more people. I was too. <laughs> was like, like, if there had been a couple, like, and they, people were comparing it to Jaws, but Jaws, like, people die, like, early yeah. on. You have multiple deaths. You have the woman yeah. in the water. You have the boy. The boy. Um, very early and then, on. Yeah. And I needed some of that. Like, it just, I don't know. I just didn't love it. Yeah, I'm with you. And then I also, I thought that the soundtrack was also John Williams wannabe because mm-hmm. because yeah. it's it's really an in your face. I mean, I it, it's, the, the writer was just doing his job, but still, I just felt like there was so much music going on that it was like controlling your emotions. Mm-hmm. Which again, maybe again, I'm not I'm not a horror person, so maybe that's part of it but but uh it seemed really obvious to me and just yeah it's other than like those 20 the setup is interesting but then that good feelings go away quickly and then the uh and even the setup is long though it's really long yeah it's super long by the time the, the dead photographer gets home you know the mm-hmm. casket gets gets back to the town and then yeah. um the whole plot with the doctor striping is frustrating and anyway it just goes yeah. it goes on and on not not yeah i'm with you not not, not, a, right. fan not, Good. A, not a fan um what do you have at 11 so at 11 i have taking care of business i'm close i have it at 10 okay yeah you know it's not it's not a terrible film i mean it was, no. it, it, was it was it was a very serviceable comedy i guess for me I think this is when i saw on the theater in 1990 and in my brain i was thinking it was it was funny or funnier i i uh i mean you know these mixed jim belushi is appealing and then and these mixed uh identities you know plots Mm -hmm. are they are what they are 
I just, I just, I just remember being funnier than than I experienced this this last time. Maybe I was just tired, but <laughs> I yeah, think, I. But also, maybe, but I have different tastes. I mean, I'm a different person <laughs> than I was. Hopefully, you know, in, in 1990. Yeah, I think. I mean, it's a mistaken identity farce. Um, uh, yeah, they were loving Jim Belushi, 1990. This was his year. Holy cow! <laughs> Seriously. Uh-huh. It's a goofy movie, uh, like a silly movie. Um, Charles Grodin, he knows how to do this kind of. Charles Grodin is great. Yeah. Yeah. He's... This like stressed out. Yeah. Um, he's very good in that role. Yeah. He he's good. Uh, and um, yeah, it's a harmless comedy. Yeah, it's 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 mm-hmm. harmless and happy ending for everybody. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. but I just again, I just. I just didn't laugh as much as I remember yeah. laughing, and I, I maybe I'm just being cynical. I hope not, but but that could be <laughs> that could be part of it mm-hmm. too. Or just again, maybe it's just you know, in this stage of my life, it's not funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, it is a lot, and it's a lot of sort of the same gag over and over and over, over and over and over the, and over. The movie. Yeah. 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 Well, my uh, my number eleven is Betsy's wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought this was okay. I didn't hate it. Um, but you know, pretty forgettable, uh, kind of like instantly forgettable. (laughs) I mean, it would be immediately, uh, overshadowed the next year by father, the bride, uh, the remake father, the bride remake with uh, a very similar plot, but well done. Like, Mm -hmm. like, like a movie that works. Yeah. yeah, and I do think there's always something about that sort of father um, having to say goodbye to their daughter kind of dynamic that is just inherently cinematic, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I we did a, a episode of Hallmarkies podcast about, uh, well, first we did one last year where we were ranking all of the Father of the Bride movies with my friend Marissa. And then, of course, they had this new one come out in June. Um uh, on HBO Max, and I was very skeptical of it. And I watched; I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, it was way better than I expected it to be, with a very uh, well. I don't want to overstate it, but it was a well done script that had something to say and good characters, and yeah, it was funny enough. It's I mean, you're never going to beat the you know Martin Short and uh, the Pike and you know all the craziness of that role, right? Um, so they didn't really try. It, they they kind of went a different, a uh, little more realistic route, which I think was probably the way to go. There are some laughs, but it's surprisingly good. This new Father's the Bride. Oh, good. Um, yeah, I recommend I it. I watched it. I'm happy. I to liked hear it. That. And uh, Gloria Stefan and um, Andy Garcia are really good. And uh, anyway, um, so there is something about that franchise because I like both Elizabeth Taylor ones. I like. I do too. That I it love just, the Elizabeth Taylor, Spencer, Tracy ones. Yeah, I mean, can yeah. you think of another franchise that's had five entries that have all been decent to good? Exactly. No, I can't think of any other. There's always exactly. one total, yeah. you know, total turd in any franchise. But so anyway, uh-huh. there's just something about that dynamic that really works. And there was enough talent in this to, I enjoyed it. Um but yeah, like you said, very forgettable. And to not make Madeline Kahn funny is an absolute Well, crime. that's the thing that I had trouble with. I mean, I, I, I have it at number nine. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, But this, you know, I mean, what a what a great cast. And Mm -hmm. also, I mean, Alan Alda directed it too. I think he wrote and directed it. Um, But none of the cast. There was like, yeah, Madeline Kahn. Yeah, they didn't make the funny. It was not. I I love that she was in it, but she wasn't good in it. But I don't think anybody would have necessarily mm-hmm. been. Maybe, but, yeah, but I mean, she's just more to the point of, that they didn't make it funny for her. She, yeah, she's, she's just kind of basic the best in comedian. it. Yeah, and absolutely. She's yeah. one of the funniest people to have ever lived. I mean, absolutely. you watch Young Frankenstein, and it, I don't know, she oh. just absolutely she hilarious. Yeah, and you know, what's up, Doc? Ah. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's she's fantastic and then but you know like Catherine o'hara is in it and she's yeah. not you know they don't give her a funny That's true role. i and... think i liked the joe pesci ali sheedy that romance probably better than anything with the wedding mm, yeah you know that like Ab- the... absolutely that was far more interesting mm-hmm the but, police officer know... dating the you know the mafia guy yeah was and funny and charming and molly ringwald who i really like uh just just found it in i mean i think mm-hmm. and maybe we can't blame it on her her script you know her her role was very uninteresting i thought mm-hmm. too and and uh um so just all this like great cast that was just kind of i don't know yeah the whole the whole mafia plot with the real estate and stuff, I don't know. I think that I just felt like that almost detracted from it. I know that was yeah, part it of wasn't it, great. And, and, and it just wasn't great. None of it was one of those interesting things where the what's the right way to say it, but like the sum, the sum did not did not, not equal, equal parts. Its yeah. parts because it it had such a great cast and I think a lot of potential, but it was mm-hmm. it was overall a very uninteresting and forgettable film i agree yeah uh well what do you have at 10 so at 10 i have where the heart is Mm. and uh i gave it just a bit of that bump to number 10 just for all those things we were talking about particularly the painted uh Mm. those painted scenes i thought that there was some artistic stuff that i really enjoyed watching i thought Mm -hmm. it was good nice to look at but i almost wanted to put it on mute because you know those, (laughs) those characters were so all of them souped to nuts. I didn't. I, and as I mentioned, I didn't like the parents because I know that they were like trying to teach their kids a lesson, but I felt like that I don't know. Like the Dabney Coleman character was kind of scumbag, and and the mom was worthless. You know, she she wasn't. Yeah. Anyway, the, the it kind of it, that really because I didn't feel. I mean, I know that they were trying to be noble and what they were trying to do for their kids. But it just like didn't. I didn't think anybody came through that shining. It just was mostly like, when is this thing over? Mm-hmm. Um, for me, yeah. Uh, well, at number ten, I have uh, take care of business. Oh, okay, yeah. So just right there, yeah. we got ten and eleven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Uh, so what do you have at nine? So at nine, I have Betsy's wedding. Mm. Yeah. Uh. I have DuckTales at nine. Oh, okay. I think it's fun. I yeah. I like the adventure, particularly the first half. And I do think the animation's actually good. And of course you got that great theme song. 
<laughs> oh, nothing, nothing's better than that theme Duck song. Tales, I love it so much. <laughs> so great. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, like I said, I, and if people want to hear more of my thoughts, you check out my family. Yeah. You got that review. Yeah. It's very cool. So, uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, what do you have at eight? So at eight, I have arachnophobia. Mm. Uh, and again, it's mostly that third act that put it above these other films. Mm. But you know, as we discussed, I, I I don't think it's that great of a film, and mm-hmm. and uh, uh, a real Jaws wannabe that doesn't deliver. Yeah. Well, eight. I have Ernest goes to jail. Oh, okay. Because I thought it was funny, and uh, I like Ernest as a character, mm-hmm. and I thought that they had some some funny jokes that were just like very weird, like. And sometimes I just like humor that's strange. Like the fact that he kept getting uh, in the electric chair and it was like this <laughs> giant chair. Like it was huge. And <laughs> um, they did that like three, four times in the movie. And that uh, made me laugh. And yeah. Um, and then he's the, and then he becomes like the human magnet or whatever. Yes. Those, yeah. That was, I mean, that was a funny gag. And they, mm-hmm. and well done. Yeah. You know, as far as, how those objects were always flying and attaching themselves to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I I enjoyed it. I would watch. I'm I'm definitely gonna. Um, we're gonna do because I do Disney Scares Month in uh uh in October, in October. every year, and uh, I've been doing it now for a lot of years. So I've used up a lot of the kind of big ones. Um, so this year I'm definitely gonna do Ernest Ernest Scared Stupid on the for Disney Scares. Oh, Month. nice. Okay. Um, yeah, because I just watched it. And it was for it. I thought it was really funny. And I don't know how many, if maybe all of all of the Ernest films were released under like the Touchstone or Disney banner. That mm-hmm. I don't. That I don't know. But clearly, yeah. clearly, Ernest goes to jail was uh, was a Touchstone. Mm-hmm. Um, well, know. number seven uh, is where I have Three Men and a Little Lady. Okay. I just think this is like your base hit rom-com mm-hmm. cast with chemistry uh it ends with a wedding um there's lots of shenanigans um the little girl's cute um, yeah she was cute and i'm glad the little girl never i mean she was in kind of danger i hate i guess we should back up maybe we've talked about this before i really often hate little children in peril mm. i just think I, that's just a trope that drives me crazy yeah uh, and i was so glad even though it was scary, like what was going to happen to going to the boarding school, and then also that this potential husband, you know, the British husband or the fiance, was a real jerk. You know that he was not going to be nice to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, you know, scary. But I'm glad that, that like she wasn't hanging off a building or hanging off yeah. one of the bridge and or something. You know, I, I also have more nostalgia for this one. I I think I don't know if the was the original rated R. Possibly. Um, I think it might have been because yeah. I don't know if I even saw it um, mm-hmm. uh, as uh, why well, I would have been um, I in 1990, I, I would have been nine. Um, I definitely saw this one and I remember it and I remember liking it. Um, but I, you know, I, 
it's not the kind of movie the original is not the kind of movie that you know my parents would have allowed me as a right to see. no it's not it was not it was it was it was yeah for growing well, that may be part sure. of it as well is actually that... it's right it looked like it was rated pg but okay. i think but you know with the drugs that you were mentioning mm-hmm. and all this other stuff it was not necessarily a real friend family friendly movie mm-hmm. yeah uh so what do you have at seven did you say so, you? so at seven i have the prince and the pauper oh interesting okay yeah you know i i have really mixed feelings about this about this short i i love that it was made mm-hmm. and i love just seeing a mickey i just i remember this when i saw because you know it, it when it when it made its debut it played in front of the rescuers down under yeah that was it was a double bill basically and so it played first and i just remember thinking it was so wonderful to see uh you know these these beloved disney characters back on the big screen again and hand drawn with x with excellence you know just it 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 looked great Mm -hmm. i i just have issues with the story i would i mean not that it's confusing or anything i just feel like the first half is is a real snore and then it finally picks up but that's again just mm-hmm. me, being, me being nitpicky it's yeah it's fun um, i just think it's so fun that they made it mm, yeah i have a higher so we'll talk uh i'll talk a little bit okay later. yeah um all right so my number six is did Mr. you Death. say your number seven too i'm sorry yeah it's three men in a little oh lady. that's three men in a little okay yeah. yeah so sorry so sorry yeah so my number six is mr destiny yeah I'm with mine too this yeah. is very much a hallmark movie in 1990 <laughs> okay i mean very it, i it, wanted to ask you about that uh yeah yeah i mean you basically it's basically a take on christmas carol um right you know not set at christmas um where he gets to you know basically and it kind of it's a wonderful life too yeah i was gonna say christmas carol slash it's a wonderful life and he you know he gets to see what would have happened in his life if he hadn't uh missed the you know the big shot at the base at the icon at the big baseball game and uh and I don't know. I just found it really charming. And uh, it's the kind of story, warm hearted. Michael Caine is great in it. Linda Hamilton, Jim, you know, Christian Belushi, Renee Russo. Um, the cast is great. Courtney mm-hmm. Cox is in mm-hmm. it. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, Very young, Courtney Cox. Yeah. And so I don't know. I just, it's just the kind of sort of sentimental. Uh, fable that i really enjoy you know that was just perfectly said rage because I, I just enjoyed it a lot too i just thought it was it was charming again you know as you mentioned i loved the cast john lovitz too you know was in it and and uh just you know great great supporting cast and uh you know charming interesting uh a very satisfying ending. Uh, I I I I thought Mr. Destiny was a really was a, was just a cute, charming movie. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed yeah. it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say it's one of the more underrated of this grouping. Yeah, I never I heard of think, it before. I had heard of it. I don't. I think it's one that I missed. I don't. I mm-hmm. don't ever remember seeing it. I don't think I saw. I think I missed it in the theater. You know, in 1990. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. What do you have at five? And this is the one that I just think kind of is like, what the heck happened to me? I have Stella at number five. Because <laughs> uh, again, I'm just thinking, what the what? But I, for me, Rach, I was really taken with Bette Midler's performance. Uh, I didn't think that it was a, you know, it's not a great film. I said, I think, you know, and then with you, it's like, watch the original. But I was expecting, you know, beach, the torture that is beaches for me. And it, I mean, clearly it's, you know, it's a weepy and it's, it's all that stuff. But for, uh, I thought for me, it worked. And, and uh, go figure, and, and it's kind of like, go figure. This is one of those that really came out of the blue. I'm surprised I ranked it as high as I did. But, you know, that's, that's where. That's where it is. That's where it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Uh, number five, I have green card. Uh, yeah. And I really enjoy this. I think it's underrated rom-com. Uh, I, I kind of wish that they, they got together a little bit sooner. Like they, they realize so late that they're in love with each other. Uh, not until the very, very after the interview, really, uh, is kind of when he realizes it. And, um, and then finally, then she realizes she, he realizes in while doing the interview, she realizes after, um, and that's, I guess the only thing is that there are some pretty swoonworthy moments that you're just like, oh, I wish that they were together. They'd realize mm-hmm. sooner. Um, but uh, I don't think, uh, I, I don't know if uh, Andy McDowell has been more likable. Um, and she's very likable. I mean, in this apartment that she has, I mean, yes, you oh would lie gosh. to like, stay no in that wonder. apartment in yeah. New York. <laughs> that apartment was amazing. <laughs> With and I that, guess that was part of the point, right? That it's like no wonder she lied. Yeah, with it. that incredible uh, gazebo and everything, that, that, and um, yeah, greenhouse. That's what I meant, greenhouse. Yeah. And, um, I mean, she can be really good uh, in you know, four weddings and funeral, Groundhog Day. Uh, she's kind of uh, uh, she's actually starting a new. She's already done one series for Hallmark called Cedar Cove. Uh, which I think ran for three seasons, but she's actually starting a new series uh, that I think is going to be kind of competition to Heartland because it, it, it's called Ride and it's all about, uh, I think, this horse that's oh, yeah, thing. Anyway, um, ranch, this ranch. Uh, so, you know, it does scream kind of we're trying to compete with Heartland, um, but uh, that doesn't mean it won't be good. It could still be good. Uh and uh, so she's you know she's become kind of a hallmark hallmark lady and she's in some movies as well 
Um, but I think they have, you know, nice chemistry. It feels very organic. It doesn't have like mm-hmm. the big over the top moments or gestures that you see in, you know, we're talking about pretty women you see more sort of over the top, uh, in that this is more just like people talking, yeah. people sharing the same space, getting to know one each other and realizing, oh, we might actually be a good match. I mean, not that much happens in the movie. I mean, it, uh, they you know they have some uh mild shenanigans with the people who come to inspect the the place they you know take photos to look like they're on vacation and uh, yeah. stuff like that but it's it's a pretty uh simple movie i would say uh but i i really like it i love green card too i have it at number four mm-hmm. uh i think i think it's just a terrific film i remember liking it a lot when i saw it in 1990 and mm-hmm. I, I think I've, I think I've seen it since then, but I was very happy to revisit it because uh, just for all the all the reasons you're you're saying, uh, I just like you know P- Peter Weir. I think is an excellent director who you know who who directed this. And uh, as you said, it's not like it's just like all flashy and all this stuff is happening. It's 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 really gentle, but I feel like that's what makes it so effective. Um, and and I just yeah and and finally you know that 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 final scene kind of chokes me up uh, but but I I mean I think is I thought it was a good way to a, a good way to end the movie you know it, 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 hopeful mm-hmm. not perfect but hopeful and yeah and... I just wish there's a scene where he sees her um back I guess you could say a kind of a sexy scene I kind of wish that they had made more of a move then uh, yeah. because it just takes so long for them to realize that they, the, and yeah. we, yeah. So I kind of, I think that would have actually like heightened the tension because then mm-hmm. they, they've uh, been intimate. And so then that's making things even more uh, kind of tense. Yeah. Uh, so, but I, I, like I said, I definitely enjoyed it. So I'll have it at five. Um, well, at what do you have at four? So four is green card. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Well, four, I have Dick Tracy. And this is, I had never seen it. This or was your did, inaugural Dick Tracy viewing, wasn't it, Rach? Mm-hmm. If I'd seen it, I didn't remember seeing it. And uh, um, it what is, is thing? it is an artistic achievement. I mean, this, the production design is absolutely outstanding. Uh and uh, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a, a good enough story, but it's really the standout. I mean, I kind of was joking a little bit on my um, letterboxed. I said it's better than Batman, and I <laughs> stand by that. <laughs> They're very similar. I feel like without Batman, I mean, I feel like they both have a very similar style of a similar feel um similar danny elfman soundtrack yeah (laughs) Yeah. um the makeup is absolutely incredible so well done um yeah i thought it was i thought it was good i'd watch it again um so i mean it's pretty basic your story um but the relationship with the little boy is is pretty good um i mean al pacino is practically unrecognizable oh and and he's unhinged yeah which i love Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah 
<laughs> and it just looks so good. So I, I, I enjoyed it. I did. Yeah, I did Tracy at number three. So mm. it's 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 one I you know I mean I definitely remember seeing it in 1990 and I and I loved it back then. And I I guess I this rewatch for me was a really good one because I kind of if anything with Dick Tracy, I I just I think the story is a little uninspired, you know. Uh, or gets a little yeah it's it serviceable little, but it's not serviceable like but not great and like when tess Trueheart gets kidnapped again it's like i mean it was inevitable but it's also just like really you know <laughs> like that's how that's where you're gonna go with this but you know i know that's just it's just part of the deal but wow i just was able just to kind of i just let some of that go and just enjoyed the beautiful cinematography and just those primary colors it's just it's, it's a real cinematic uh experience I, and i just have happy memories of seeing it on the big screen because it was marvelous you know to be able to 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 take that uh take that all in i i i, I just enjoyed it tremendously uh, for different reasons i mean or, yeah. or just or just more more of more of the artistic reasons rather than just kind of not being completely thrilled with how the story goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I have uh Prince and the Popper at three. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I wish that we got more. I mean, certainly I wish we got more Mickey yeah. um, shorts. Um, I feel like they haven't done. Well, I mean, they have the new style, but I'm doing old style. I want um, like this Prince and the Popper style, you yeah, know? Yeah. The, yeah. Like this classic classic mickey that's mm -hmm. you know kind of was like from the 40s on you know yeah yeah and i like mickey when he tells classic stories whether it's christmas carol or um musketeers you know, i or, like the um, three musketeers i kind mm -hmm. of like the three musketeers a little bit more than i like prince of the pauper mm -hmm. just because i thought it was better storytelling yeah you know? and i i mean i'm not the biggest fun and fancy free fan but i do like mickey and the beanstalk oh uh yeah. And so I, I, I found this to be cute. I liked it. Uh, and you know, you're always, almost always going to win me over with Mickey. Um, and, uh, I remember enjoying it, um, before seeing the, you know, the rescuers down under, um, and, uh, so yeah, I just like Mickey and I, I like sort of when they take Mickey and tell classic stories. Yeah, you know, and Prince and the Popper's been around for it's yeah, ever. It's, it's, it's a long yeah. It's 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 a well known mm -hmm. beloved story. Mm -hmm. Um, I just am sitting here in a little bit of a state of shock because I'm thinking about what we have as our next two films <laughs> that are going to be the same, and I'm kind of like, what has happened <laughs> to the world? <laughs> to the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what do you have at number two? At number two, I have the rescuers down under. Oh my gosh, we do have the same one and two. Yes, uh, this is really funny. Well, oh so... my gosh, Rachel. <laughs> well, so I watched it again, and I just love the flying sequences so much. They are so yeah. beautiful. I think they are magical. They are something else. Yeah. The animation is beautiful. The music, um, I, I think that John Candy is hilarious. And the whole scene, 
the whole section when again i like kind of physical comedy kind of slapsticky when he's getting his back treated <laughs> I was gonna say what he said hilarious he said, yeah that is so funny um, i love it so much and i think it's and it, we you know we of course know that we disagree on on the the original <laughs> i think and this now. is so much better than the original uh better story better villain um better animation um i i know i've heard some criticism people don't like the fact that they have uh bianca in kind of a uh the 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 whole bernard bianca bernard keep proposing i think it's cute i i like it i think um, it works mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah i mean mccleach is pretty scary but he's, he's a, not he's, as annoying to me as medusa is um he's a good i think he's a good villain mm-hmm. and then they got george c scott hell yeah hell. <laughs> it is pretty cool i didn't make it through the third grade for nothing <laughs> Well, and I, yeah, and that big contraption he's got, I just, anyway, he's, I think he's I, a good villain. I also love the Bruce Bouton score, I think it's great. Uh, and I think they do a really good job with some of these sort of action set pieces that they have in the movie, like the whole, uh, the whole sequence where they are, they are on the tractor. Yeah. And um, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have to get in between the, the ridges the the, the, the ridges Bruce, yeah that's yeah. really exciting it's a fun action sequence mm-hmm. and uh you know i love animation so that's g- gonna give it a bump over any of these other movies <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know but what do you think well i'm glad i'm sitting down i can't <laughs> believe you. i really thought that you know you were gonna have it in your bottom four i really did <laughs> we kept climbing the ranks like oh my gosh where did she put this because you know i love it so much uh because i mean of course i adore the original but this one there's something really special about it one of the things that i really love about it is and i remember again sorry i'm a broken record but i remember seeing this i think it was on opening day at the villa theater you know uh that you know, this was the first film that Disney used that, I think they called it the CAPS system back in the day, but they they actually had computers do the coloring rather than had do the painting, you mm-hmm. know, so they did all the hand inking and then transferred it into the computer and then, then the computer did the painting and you notice it. I mean, the, the Yeah, colors. there are some parts that like that I think it looked really impressive in 1990, uh, like coming so up on vibrant. The, on his Cody's house, it looks yep. so fake now. Or like when they when right. they uh, they go down into um, you see the Sydney Opera House and you see it, it looks so fake. Yeah, I mean the, the computer technology has improved, you know, a million times, a million fold. But yeah, at, back in the day, you know, I mean, it was uh, and uh, you know that giant wonderful screen at the villa, it just took my breath away. You know, it was it was gorgeous. So I'm always you know and. I, I reminisce about that, you know, watching it. And I just, and I'm with you. This, for me, the story works. I think that it's cute that Bernard, you know, just keeps trying and he finally is able to, you know, get the proposal. <laughs> uh, I, I love all the Australian creatures and the settings and mm-hmm. everything about it. I think it's just a really, 
it's a delightful film. Yeah. I think, and for me, I think it's probably the biggest or the most underrated film of, from the from uh, Walt Disney Animation Studios. I mean, I think it it definitely hurts that it's this non musical stuck in this just incredible period with the um yeah. the Disney um Disney Renaissance. I, Absolutely. Like, I, I'm gonna check one thing really quick. Uh, see when where I have it on my ranking. 46. I feel like that's too low. After this rewatch, I feel like I should have it higher. Yeah. See, I have it at 23. Yeah. Let's see. Where did we end up on our combined ranking? We ended up at 35. Okay. On our combined ranking. Yeah, I think I'd bump it up a little bit after this watch. I'm, cl- I'm just so yeah. glad you enjoyed it. You know, not <laughs> that you have to change anything, but, you know, but uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm, I'm just so pleasantly surprised that it's as high as it is. Uh, well, let's, I guess, talk about Pretty Woman. Yeah, Pretty Woman. So we'll have woman. it at number one. <laughs> Again, I wasn't sure what to expect from our each of our top fives, you know, in particular. But um, I, Pretty Woman, you know, again, I saw it in 1990 and and was really wowed by. I just I think I, um, Julie Roberts and Richard Gere have got that Hollywood chemistry, and mm-hmm. at least I think, yeah, and. and uh, it's not necessarily the greatest plot, although I really do like how they save each other. Um, I think that's probably what I like like the most. Um, it doesn't really. It's. I mean, it's definitely R rated. Yeah, uh, and that's why I didn't see it until I was in college. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I actually didn't watch it when I was nine. Nineteen ninety. But, uh, but yeah, they do have great chemistry and I was really trying to kind of watch it from a modern perspective, see if it held up. And I think it does. Cause I, I think it does because she never lets him kind of bully her. Oh no. Um, she stands, she, uh, has, she answers back and she has a response and, um, she, you know, she doesn't kiss on the mouth until she is ready. Um, and you know, she's has full consent, you know, when these, whenever anything happens, um, from her, I felt like, um, and I mean, obviously, except for the, you know, the Jason Alexander part, which is horrible, but, um, I, but no, I feel like it had something to say about class and, and, uh, um, the way we treat people, uh, by the way they look and the way that they dress and, um, her hair is just a dream. I, I love Julia her hair Roberts. in this movie. It was like, it's no so wonder cool. I was so enamored with her. You know, I oh. just remember, I just, I think when I, yeah, when I first saw her after she takes off the blonde wig, you know, mm-hmm. just like, oh my goodness. Cause I think I saw Pretty Women before I saw like Mystic Pizza, you know, or, um, what was that? Steel Magnolias. Yeah. I didn't see Steel Magnolias for a really long time. Um, and finally one of my friends forced me to watch it because just like oh please don't make me watch this but um and it totally is a version of cinderella but i like cinderella um i like 
I like the ending. Like you said, they both save each other. She's not rescued by him. Uh, as as he, she, they, yeah, they, they both save, they save each other. And yeah. I love that. And he, uh, there's sometimes maybe a little too much business. I get a little, you know, that's not my favorite in rom-coms. But when he finally does kind of change and become a good man of business. Yeah. Uh, it's it's rewarding. It you is. Felt it. It's and, so satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a very sexy movie. There's no doubt about wow. it. Absolutely. <laughs> Again, these two movie, I mean, they are movie stars. Yeah. You know, both of them. Beautiful. It's, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Total sex appeal. And, and again, I think that's again one of the reasons why it works. Is yeah, and I really like Hector. Uh, I was going to say, isn't he great? Yeah, that's, he's really I, good. I, I had forgotten how how charming his his role uh, is in the film, and the supporting cast I think are all great. Even like even like the guy who runs, who's the elevator operator. He's you know. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, I mean, honestly, watching it, I was like, I really my. I can think of very like some maybe tighten up the business parts a little bit. They're getting a little long, but other than that, I mean, I think it's, it holds up very well. Uh, the script is, uh, they have some really good conversations together. You really, uh, sense that he's learning from her. She's learning from him. Yeah. That, that this is a real couple that is, uh, falling in love. Absolutely. And just, I just enjoyed it as much as I did, you know, from the first time, first time I, uh, mm-hmm. I saw it. And, and my, my initial inclination when we were doing this, you know, ranking was to put pretty woman pretty high. And, and I'm glad that after the rewatch and just kind of processing through it all, I, it's definitely where I put it, mm-hmm. you know, compared to these other films, it's, it's definitely yeah. my, my top, my favorite uh, the Disney films from from 1990. Well, yeah, we agree. We <laughs> agree. <laughs> and all the rescuers down yes, under. What what has happened to the world? <laughs> I just made Stanford's day week and. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, let us know if you're listening what you think. Uh, well, t- I'll try to remember to put a um, list uh, or at least a link to our, my letterboxed list. Uh, and so if you want to put in the, in the comments or do your own ranking video, we'd love to hear what you think. And uh, Stanford, where can people find you? On Twitter, I'm at Stanford Clark. And I have a movie podcast and blog at moviespastandpresent.com. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. Also, make sure you're checking out the Hallmarkies podcast. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That really helps us a lot. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have the patron group and merch store where you can get hashtag animation junkie shirts. So please take a look at that. Uh, It really helps us a lot. Uh, And uh, thanks so much, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.